0: The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Codhy with Nissan on News Talk. Tom Dunn is going to be along in about 13 minutes time to sing the praises of Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. We're going to find out in a few minutes why Germany seemed to be standing in the way of Poland and potentially other countries as well as well, sending tanks to Ukraine. We'll get to the bottom of that. And I'm going to let you know how much exactly is in the cash machine. I reloaded it a little bit earlier. It is the biggest cash prize ever given away on Irish Radio. I'll say no more uh, for now, but if you want the exact figure, stay listening and I'll give it to you. Uh, After I speak to Paul Williams, Paul is a crime journalist and he's author of The Monk, The Life and Crimes of Ireland's Most Enigmatic Crime Boss. And of course, this week marks, in all likelihood, the final week of his murder trial. Uh, For the last 12 weeks, that trial has been heard at Dublin's Special Criminal Court. Paul, it's worth, I think, maybe going right back uh, over the last three months and and talking through maybe some of the more notable moments and events in that trial, because there have been more than one.
1: There has indeed. Uh, Just to, to recap, I think we're at about 48, 49 days now at this stage. And as you say, we're into the 12th week. Since it came back, the trial uh, resumed after the Christmas break the week before last, last Wednesday week. It's been very much a stop-start uh, affair and has been sort of stuttering on um, and that's because they're tying up loose ends and there's been technical evidence and certainly the drama has gone out of it. Um, just a recap before I tell you about some of the previous stuff, there was only one sort of curious event. It was referred to as a curious development um, when the trial resumed. Um, the only bit of sort of Uh, intriguing twist uh, since the new year started and that was it turned out to be a jailhouse confession by a prisoner who's serving a sentence for a a serious offence. He claimed that he was the shooter and not Jerry Hutch. Um, Now that has been described by the defence or sorry, the prosecution as completely irrelevant, which of course it is, and it's been put down to either a mental health issue or a naive attempt by somebody to disrupt the trial, which of course didn't succeed. Now what were the main highlights of this trial so far? Well, it's been referred to the, as the as the the gangland trial of the century, which it certainly is, and there has been no scarcity of very very dramatic tor- toss and uh, twists and turns. It, primarily, the 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 module of evidence that really did captivate uh, the public and was quite fascinating and was quite in. in, in, in interesting, Mm -hmm. was the evidence of former Sinn Féin councillor Jonathan Dowdall, who was, your listeners will remember, originally charged, um, along with Gerard Hutch, for uh, helping to organise the murder of... uh, drug dealer David Byrne in the Regency Hotel in February of 2016. But he, at the last minute, did a deal with the state he pleaded guilty to a lesser offence of facilitating the gang involved in that and has become a state supergrass. Now, he gave his evidence in, um, two, in December, uh, just gone by, and he was in the box for eight very gruelling days of cross-examination at the hands of a forensic cross-examination at the hands of Brendan Graham, Jared um, uh, Hutch's uh, barrister. Now, Dowdle has two main allegations against Jared Hutch. He claims that immediately, uh, in the night before the um, Regency Hotel attack, um, he and his father met with Jared Hutch, who collected um, a key card for a room that uh, Dowdell's father, uh, Patrick, had rented uh, or uh, hired or, or, or booked in for on behalf of the Hutches, um, and which was then used by a man called Kevin Flatcap Murray. He was a member of the HIT team. He has since died, and he stayed there in that room that night. Now so he claims that, first of all, Jared Hutch turned up to collect that key card, which was then used and given to Murray. The second piece of his evidence, the second allegation, is that he met Jared Hutch between sunday uh, the following sunday after the event i think the 7th and monday the 8th and these two events were before the publication since the publication of the sunday world which published pictures of two members of the hit team on the, at the event and before uh, the murder of uh, Neddy Hutch, Eddie Hutch, who is Jared Hutch's brother. He was the first man murdered in revenge for the Regency attack, and that took place on the Monday night after the, the attack. So, there are the two allegations he has made. Um, the defense has called him a liar and said that the, there's not a shred of evidence or. True to what he says. We heard technical evidence last week which did say that Dowdell could have been in the... He claims that he met Jared Hutch in um, Whitehall, a park in Whitehall, on that, uh, this, between the Sunday and the Monday. Uh, he wasn't quite sure when, but there was evidence given last week by Sarah Sked, who is a, a civilian policing an analyst, that he could indeed have been um, at the park, but not on the times he said that he, he was, his phone was found to be bouncing off the mast closest to this little park in Whitehall on the day. Now, that's all up in the lap of the gods at the moment for the judges to decide, but the, the, the interaction between Graham and um, Dowdle was very, very intense Uh, And then the other very dramatic module uh, of this trial, Kieran, was the the plane of, which was unprecedented, by the way, in criminal justice history in in recent times, the plane of 10 hours of secretly recorded tapes, uh, uh, taped conversations between Gerard Hutch and Jonathan Dowdell when they drove to meet the IRA in the North um, in March, on March 7th, 2016, following the attack. And the purpose of that meeting was to to get the IRA to intercede and intervene yeah. or mediate. I think,
0: i I'm sorry future. to cut a I think why people found this so fascinating, this aspect, Paul, is that uh, unlike yourself, most of us get no real insight into the criminal world. And, and <laughs> what we hear is what you tell us or w- what, what one person says happened mm-hmm. in court and that account might be disputed. There was a sense we were kind of suddenly a fly on the wall.
1: Absolutely, and it was, it gave a very, very unique uh, picture of, well, I suppose, of Jared Hutch as his personality, um, and also uh, Jonathan Dowd on the kind of conversations they had. Yes, and you're hearing for the first time conversations between criminals talking about murders and killings and guns and all kinds of things and drugs, and this went on. Remember, there was, there was over 10 hours of these tapes, and in particular, and those tapes included reference which to three yokes Now, these three yokes, the the prosecution contends, are the three AK-47 rifles used by the gang when they stormed the Regency Hotel attack, and those guns have since been proved to be the guns that were used, uh, and they were subsequently seized by the Gardaí from a member of the IRA in Northern Ireland, who was actually on his way back to Strabane with the three guns, which had been given by the Hutch gang to um, the IRA in return for them agreeing to interfee, intervene or intermediate in this dispute, which of course came to nothing because the real IRA or the dissident Republicans, whatever they were, they're, they're just described as the IRA. They agreed and told Hutch, and you can hear them on the tape, saying, we've got your back, we're going to look after this for you, we're going to intercede. But they didn't do very much because another 14 people were murdered after that meeting. Uh, So it didn't come to much. Jared Hutch was heard on the tape. By the way, one of the quotes I've I've taken out here, just for the purpose of talking to yourself today, Mm. is that he says, uh, this is in relation to the AK-47s being given to the IRA. He says, 12 months' time, there is two RUC men dead, and then... uh, things are basically traced, ballistically traced. What that meant was that, you know, in 12 months' time, two police officers might be shot and when the guns are ballistically traced, it will show that they were also used in the Regency, which then will change the whole focus from the south of the border and criminal gangs to the IRA, north of the border. Now, that's just one a small piece of of what was said on those tapes. So that's where we are at the moment, and now what we have coming up is... In the next few days, we will hear closing statements mm. from Sean Gillan, who is the Chief Prosecutor for the state. He will probably take a day. Um, Brenda Graham, the very, very capable uh, defence lawyer, will probably be on his feet for a day closing his statement on behalf of Jared Hutch, and then counsel to counsel on behalf, representing Jason Bonney and Paul Murphy. These are two other uh, men who are currently charged with facilitating the murder by helping the killers uh, escape. They will, They will also have their their period on their feet in front of the judges and then it will be up to the three judges of the special criminal court to go away and consider their verdict which is will be very much eagerly uh, anticipated and i would presume i would i sorry i would not presume but i would i would guess or maybe speculate that um, they could be out, the judges could be out for at least a couple of weeks. Some people have speculated it could be a month, others have speculated it could be two months, but the only people who are going to let us know that will be the three judges when they decide to retire, and that will be perhaps Thursday or Friday of this week. So very much, as Sean Gillan said this afternoon, you know, hopefully light... Will it can be seen at the end of the tunnel? It certainly is uh, at the end of the tunnel, and it's important to point out as well. Gerard Hutch has been very, very anxious, Kieran, to get this trial over with. He wasn't. His lawyers at every stage said, you know, he didn't want any unnecessary delays. He wanted to get it over with, uh, and he clearly is. Um, he seems to be quite calm and very, quite confident yeah. of his chances.
0: All right. Well, listen, we will wait with uh, baited breath after this week, Paul, for that. A judgment when it comes through, be it a week or two, or indeed a month plus. Paul Williams, crime journalist and author of *The Monk: The Life and Crimes of Ireland's Most Enigmatic Crime Boss*. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddihy
1: with Nissan weekdays from four on News Talk.